Zombie Road, Wildwood, Missouri. I believe it was William Shakespeare that wrote, What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell just as sweet. Shakespeare, or Juliet, was trying to convey that names given are irrelevant and what really matters is substance. Although I appreciate this context of non-discrimination, I think that in certain cases you can tell a little bit by names and why they were given. Think about it. The Grand Canyon, Glacier National Park, Big Bend, Bloody Bride Bridge, Route 66, Shades of Death Road. So descriptive, you don't even need to read the brochure. It's all just right there. And just outside of St. Louis, like most Western sprawling cities, you don't have to travel too far outside before you come to a relatively untamed region of dark forests, rivers, caves, and legend. And it is here, near a bend in the Merrimack River, that you can find one of the most sinister stretches of lore-named roads in the country. A hotbed of history and urban legends that are all rooted to some gruesome truth. Flower Patch Road. I'm joking, of course, I'm just trying to make a point here that sometimes names really do matter. Let's try that again. A hotbed of history and urban legend that are all rooted to some gruesome truth. Zombie Road. As you walk down Zombie Road, or its municipality given name, Lawler Ford Road, it is said that you feel a great sense of claustrophobia. Skeptics equate this to the proximity of the road next to the tunneled woods, but some believe that the historically tragic and paranormally lore-filled area is what really causes the phenomena, which really starts to kick in when you step over the now-abandoned railroad tracks that have taken lives. The history of this area goes back to ancient Native American times, where this was one of the few pathways cut by nature over the centuries through the bluffs of the Merrimack River just beyond them. It is believed that traveling ancient Native Americans used this pathway for foot travel and also acquired flint to make tools and weapons. And in the early 1800s, a ferry boat operated at the bottom of the passage where a ford was located in the river for settlers and travelers to cross to the other side. The origin of the road is unknown, but perhaps a man named Lawler was kind enough to show settlers across the ford, and that path was soon turned into a road, which name was in his honor. The Pacific Railroad completed their line from St. Louis to the Pacific along the Merrimack River in the 1850s in this area. This defining step in the Industrial Revolution also paved the way to unfortunate accidents and deaths. It is said that many men working on this train lost their lives while building it in this area, and some believe their spirits are still bound to it due to the excessive labor and anguish. Most notoriously, it was documented that Della Hamilton McCullough, wife of Henry McCullough, a judge of the county court, was struck and killed on the land in 1876. Many believe that the eerie sounds, inexplicable noises, and disembodied footsteps are believed to be her warning you to stay off the tracks. To add more eeriness to this area, before it was named Wildwood, it was called Glencoe. And Glencoe was a thriving resort community that sustained itself on visitors traveling by railroad. But in the 1940s, when cars became popular, the decline of rail travel took Genco's hustle and bustle with it. And by the 1940s, the population had dwindled and many homes in the area were converted for year-round visitors. Others were simply left abandoned. And these old shacks and abandoned homes that run along the beach at the end of the trail are hotbeds for ghostly sightings. There are 
many stories that can be found by doing just a little sleuthing on the internet that add to this area's legend. But the famous name Zombie did not come into existence until the 1950s. And during this time, the road was a popular location for active teenagers to go and park and generally do things their parents didn't want them to do. One day, someone found a bloody pair of clothes and rumors spread around the adjacent towns that there was a zombie man who escaped from a local insane asylum who was living in one of the abandoned shacks, just waiting to seek vengeance on a fun-loving couple that parked near his new home. Sounds familiar, right? Regardless of the validity of this vengeful zombie man, that name stuck, and with that name came a long list of ghostly urban legends and stories as the decades rolled on. In the 1970s, a man was killed by the train, though the train ceased operations before that. A teenager fell while rock climbing and his friends left him for dead. Teenagers were sniffing aerosol cans and one suffocated to death. Another story states that there is a crushed Chevy Vega in the creek and the teenagers that died in it are still there. There's a ghost woman with a gun in a house near the end of the road who yells at passerbys. Perhaps that's just Della. And its more modern lore states that witches and devil worshippers are frequent in the woods, summoning the bad energy. From the 19th century railroad workers to Della McCullough to the tragic teenager deaths, that's a whole lot of ghosts. Regardless if you believe in the paranormal activity on the road, the name and lore stick. And when the community tried to figuratively and literally pave over the road and give it a new name, Rock Hollow Trail, the community refused and still use its legendary moniker with a slight upgrade. Zombie Hike. Some things will never die. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I am so happy to be able to share my love of history and the paranormal with you all. I'm grateful for all of our followers and subscribers. And if you'd like to go the extra mile, please leave a review on your listening platform. It really does help us out. A big special thank you to Darren Curtis for providing the music to this podcast. If you have information on local lore near you or just want to drop a line, email me at brian at findinglocallore.com. Stay safe, everyone. It's scary out there. 